0: Life Audio.
1: Hello, everyone. I hope you had a great Christmas. We are uh, posting an episode by Lauren Bonus. She was so amazing to talk to. I had actually not met her prior to this conversation, but she was, it was like we'd known each other for a while. She was so easy to talk to, and she actually is currently on staff with an organization called Athletes in Action. If you're not familiar with it, it's affiliated with Campus Crusade for Christ, and they are a college ministry um, that seeks to reach athletes. And so she played field hockey in college at Michigan State University. She's originally from Pennsylvania, and she currently lives in Michigan. And so, I hope you enjoy hearing from Lauren right after a few words from our sponsors. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800 497 4410. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now, 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Yeah, awesome. Well, why don't you just dive right in and tell us a little bit about, like, how did you first start identifying yourself as a Christian and, like, how did you kind of get to the place that you are now?
0: Okay um hopefully I articulate this well but yeah I grew up in a really great family and church family even grew up in central Pennsylvania state college Pennsylvania and a part of a local church that was really awesome and so I heard the gospel um pretty regularly and I think when I was like 5 I don't really know exactly when But I think around that time, someone had presented the gospel. And I remember after church one day, like kneeling in my light blue minivan and just being like, Lord, please, I want to go to heaven and just like asking God. Um, And I think he just really, as he so graciously lovingly does, just met me in my ignorance of like, I didn't really understand a lot. It was like, man, I just want, um, there was something maybe that hit my heart also remember a little bit more about heaven it being like oh I want to be with God in heaven but yeah I'm not really sure exactly but he met me and um continued there there were a couple times even I remember sitting in church and hearing the gospel and be like yeah this makes sense like I get this like I'm not sure a lot of people get this I was probably in like elementary school but I was like wow um so I do think the Lord was like actively working, but it wasn't until middle school that really started to be challenged and middle school I was just a wreck, just super insecure, wanted to be not myself just felt so um yeah, wanted to be like something completely different than who I was or even probably a better way is like so fearful to be myself
1: mm-hmm.
0: because. I was just so fearful of like what other people and I knew I was different and I knew I was just my like parents didn't want me to live the same way like I just middle school was the first time when I I saw with like wide eyes like oh my gosh like I'm kind of weird and I'm not doing the same things that my peers are doing but I want to I want Mm -hmm. to just be able to like Swear whenever I want, and it just like dumb things looking back on it, where you're like, Oh my gosh, like, mm-hmm. but it was just like little things like that, where it's like, Man, I just want to wear the cool outfits, I want to sing all the cool pop songs, and um, I want to go on with dates to movie theaters and make out in the movie theater, and just all these things that I felt trapped by my faith, mm-hmm. trapped by a little bit of like my parents, probably. Um, like rules or what they would like say. But honestly, it was more of a I knew and felt trapped by, like, God, man, I kind of wish I didn't even know you because I know that, like, I, I just can't do these things without feeling guilty. Or mm-hmm. I can't, like, I'd be at a middle school dance and a song would come on and I just, like, would, like, swear along with the lyrics. I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm sorry. Like, no one else is knowing yeah. this, but I knew and I never felt condemned. I just, which was really sweet. I knew the Lord still loved me, but I knew I couldn't just like blatantly walk into these things because he knew. And like,
1: I just. Yeah, yeah. You felt like the sting of conviction and. Yes.
0: Yeah. Totally. Yes. And so at middle school, I remember praying. I was like, Lord, would you just make me popular? I just, I craved um, the affection of my peers. Yeah. And so, I was so badly. I are like, Lord, will you just make me popular? And then. If I'm popular, then I will just share Jesus with the world. <laughs> <laughs> just be like once they see me, yeah. once they just love me, then I will just tell them it's you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'll just tell you, tell them it's you, God. And so, um, you can see both this even double layer of craving affirmation, but also just in some way spiritual pride of like, oh, if they just see me. Then they're gonna see Jesus because I know mm-hmm. how to live or act or whatever. And so got into high school and um I really got this through sports. Like I still really crave, really um trying to find myself, trying to get affirmation. I get that a little bit through just success in sports. Success specifically in track and field hockey. It was doing really well and so I think a little of that, just my, my heart was kind of pulled that way. I still really wanted, struggled with the, really wanting a relationship and boys, but yeah. So there was still this level of like, man, um, I'm getting accepted through this and I'm doing well. And so even it just like fostering, yeah, this, I guess, like fulfillment through um, like worldly affirmation and then also feel like oh I've done it and i made a success and so that set me up perfectly <laughs> to go into college and so I was like recruited by a bunch of different schools in field hockey and decided to go to Michigan State and that was great and actually was told by like different coaches one one specific coach I was told was in Stanford was recruited by Stanford and the coaches sat down with me and were like Lauren we think you can make it to the next Olympics. And I was like, sweet, all right. Like I knew I was a developmental player. I kinda of started late, yada yada. But um, anyways, didn't end up going there, but that was kind of the dream. It was like, okay, I'm gonna make it to the like elite level of sports and so I'm gonna do this. And it was kind of the same picture of like, oh my gosh, Lord, you're gonna give me this platform and this position. Um, and I'm gonna share Jesus with the world. Like for <laughs> sure. It's gonna be about you, Lord. When I get <laughs> yeah, but, like you're gonna do it and I'm gonna have all this approval and this high accolade that um, mm-hmm. will allow me to and so not even recognizing that it like my real craving and desire was just like, for this, like, approval from others. Um, and also even this, like, unknowingly, like, belief that it was like, oh, I can do it through myself. Mm-hmm. um and I can achieve this so um first year red shirt as a field hockey player at Michigan State which I was a developmental player so that was okay and but still wrestled in that with like not playing being a part of team and being like ah, I just want to contribute and do really well um and so not feeling like I'm getting um affirmed by my teammates or as I'm not like scoring goals or whatever sophomore year though that's really when it like all kind of came crashing in where it was like I wasn't a red shirt I could play and yet I Mm -hmm. didn't Mm -hmm. I just sat on the bench the whole season and just um was just like saw so much like bitterness and resentment Mm -hmm. out of um just like such insecurity like would look at teammates and just like really want them to be injured or Mm -hmm. want them to do poorly on the field or even want my team to do poorly. So that I could get a shot
1: or get on there,
0: and I I saw this. I saw this like bitterness and resentment, and even outwardly, that year was like nominated like Spirit Award because I could just like fake it. I could just be like, oh yeah, I'm really exciting. But I knew and I saw just like the my real heart and motives Mm. and posture towards people, and I think it like, yeah. I just remember even that year being so anxious and like praying each night, desperate like, Lord, will you just allow like my coach to just see me or give me a chance? Or can I, Lord, can I just play in a way that like allows me to like, like, please just allow me to play the way I know I can. Like, I I know I can do this
1: Mm -hmm. because I didn't
0: feel believed in by my coach. I didn't feel believed in by, um, that. And so, um, and then this cyclical pattern of like, I need to play better. But when I'm like playing out of fear, it's like, I mess up or I don't do well. And then it's like, oh my gosh, you need to even prove yourself more. And so you get trapped in like thoughts and your mind. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, sorry, it's kind of long. But um, in that that year, um, I think just through Athletes in Action and through just the gospel became so much more real. And it wasn't a moment or a time, but it was seeing that like, I felt like my my coach didn't really believe in me. My, my teammates didn't believe in me as a player. I had nothing to offer my team or the world. Um, I was useless kind of side by bench player. Um, And even I saw the reality of my heart, which was just filled with so much bitterness and resentment
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: like wanting, desiring teammates to be hurt or injured or wanting demise for Mm -hmm. the people around me and so just felt so like disgusting disgusting inwardly and even outwardly so unwanted and yeah and i think that's when the lord just made the gospel so evident of like lauren yeah i i know that i know that and i've seen that and i still came and died for you because that's who i am that a god who wanted you not because of what you've done but because that's who I am and so um I think it just allowed me to like just see outside myself that like yeah see the brokenness and the pride of my heart um, but also see that a god wanted me um, no matter what and was willing to give up his life for that and so even in that I think my shift just changed And I was able to see even the people around me, see my teammates, see friends who were like striving and like running, chasing after the same things I was. Um, Whether it was like the approval of a coach or maybe it was their families or um, Mm -hmm. a boy Or something else and just saw the darkness and the brokenness and how it led to so many things saw teammates who just like ran to the drinking culture or parties or um and in that I think it just like broke my heart to know that like wow there's actually hope there's so much more hope there's hope in a God who actually sees all your mess sees all your brokenness and loves you um, Mm. and died for you and so yeah, I mean that was just totally like allowed me to just experience His grace and love, and then give me a heart to really want to chase after and run towards um, my teammates. And so that was really cool, even being a part of um, athletes in action, where I really got the chance the chance to just start praying and pursuing and loving, and uh, like living on a greater mission and hope. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I did that, and there were still. I mean, I even look back at high school. I mean, I'm still. I still struggle with the same. Like, still, yeah. Just like, oh my gosh, I want to be loved, and then also, like, oh my gosh, I yeah. Thinking that I can even do it in my own strength, and there are just so many things, and yet the Lord has been faithful, and um, yeah, yeah,
1: and yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just gonna say I can relate. Like, you know, I'm not an athlete. I never played a sport like to that extent but like I can relate to similar feelings of just like you said like the inner pride and desiring something so badly and it's just not working out and the kind of subsequent loss and just lost feelings you can feel with that and um even just I related to what you're saying about like just kind of being disgusted with your own heart like I have felt that so many times in my life and I think just to um encourage you, like, it's not just you, right? It's like, we all wrestle with that. That's part of humanity and like being sinful creatures. But also, like you said, being so loved by God simultaneously that mm-hmm. it's not that it doesn't matter, but there's hope. I love how you said that. And I heard a quote, there was um a girl who spoke at one of our sparkle events. Um, Her name's Ellie. And she shared about how like, as Christians, we're not called to be bitter but to be better and Mm. I loved that saying because I was like wow like it's so true bitterness can so easily take hold um of Mm. our hearts but when we recognize that as Christians we're called to just be better and that we can be better through the God who loves us so much Mm. like it does it brings so much hope so thanks for sharing your story um I do have more questions too, but I want to get to the second question and then we can kind of continue on. But the second one, the second question we have for you is just like, what experiences have you had that have like helped shape your view of God or change it like along the way, even maybe through this process of being involved in Athletes in Action? All right, everyone, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll hear more from Lauren. Yeah, um,
0: I think definitely in college. That was huge, obviously, that like mm-hmm. just the the shaping and the changing of just seeing like continually of like um, yeah, just like God invited me into the mission that he's already at work on of just like loving people and um chasing after them, um I think some other just like things, and I think even now being in ministry just again and again, I think reminded that, um, he's doing it and I get to be a part of it or not. Um, but the joy of just knowing that like he's at work and I get to join him in whatever he's doing. Um, and so, yeah, I think again, I just fall into the trap of putting so much like either weight pressure or um, on myself for being like oh I have to do this or I have to I have to know or I have to yeah but it's like oh am I just like sensitive to this good shepherd am I just like walking with him so I'm trying to think of like specific experiences I just think over and over again in even trying to like walk with people or walk with just realizing I just like don't know so much I don't know what they need I don't know what they um, yeah and there are just so many expectations that or like ideas or things that I I think about what's going to happen or that just fall, just like crash. And then just like, Oh yeah. Like just being reminded time and time and time again of like, just can I be faithful? Can I just be faithful to walk with the Lord and in whatever he's placing in front of me and not have to know what um, is going to happen or how the relationship will change or what will, um, yeah, what the result will be, but just to be faithful and that that's all he's asking me to do is just be faithful and obedient to wherever and however he's called me. So I don't know if that like, yeah, it wasn't a specific experience. Yeah,
1: no, that's great. And I guess like, I'm just curious. So you mentioned athletes in action, which if anyone listening doesn't know what that is, it's like a, basically like a campus college ministry for athletes, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So you got involved as a student. Um, and was that pretty easy for you? Cause you, did you just kind of seek out like a Christian program for athletes and it was pretty easy to find?
0: Yeah. Um, it was really helpful. I was like praying, um, for just where the Lord was going to have me and didn't think coming in that there were any Christians on my team, but there was one, there was one believer on my team. The Lord knew, he totally knew that I needed it. Um, I yeah. <laughs> but he, yeah, she was an older teammate of mine. She was a junior, and she just invited me to come to this campus ministry. Like, I and got me plugged in pretty quick. So I got involved pretty early on. Yeah, and through her,
1: it sounds like that was, I mean, pivotal as a student. Which I know my involvement with crew was like it saved my life at the time just being a part of a community so I guess I'm curious for you like how did that transfer over then to you wanting to join staff are you an intern or staff with the AIA staff now yeah staff yeah how did that all come about um
0: yeah actually that was so because the Lord kind of worked in my heart and I I loved being on a team and getting to like live alongside my teammates and just even though I didn't really see a lot of like heart transformation even yeah in the midst of prayer and trying to like pursue and love them and I did it so imperfectly but God just really grew my heart for just seeing like ah, oh, man yeah people really really need Jesus and I just want to be a part of that and so I had originally thought that I would go to PA school or just go into the medical field and be like oh yes I can live on mission and just even like be a part of this like medical team to like reach my coworkers for Jesus while trying to like help serve and heal people mm-hmm. physically or whatever. Um, and I had a couple of women on staff who just were like, well, we really think you should intern. And just, I was like, eh, nah. And so I like last minute applied, got in and was still like, eh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. I want to be, I want to be like, in it in kind of more of a just yeah I don't want to be in ministry
1: mm-hmm. with a lot
0: of Christians I want to be like pursuing people in the in the world and so um but just kind of was like okay I can give a year and then after I did a year I just like kept going and so this is my fifth year on staff so a over four but
1: that's amazing I love that and actually I don't know if Many of our listeners know this, but I interned with Crew, which is like kind of a sister organization to AIA. So I understand mm-hmm. a little bit of the ministry life, and I just love what you're doing. I just think we need people like you who are dedicating their life to this because, I don't know, I just talked to countless people, myself included, and so many of my friends that just their faith was really transformed and solidified in college. And if you think about it, if there were no – like staff members that were committing to building these ministries on campus, then there wouldn't be these ministries on campus. And there may not be as many believers that come out of it as strong. So thanks for doing what you do. I know it's not always easy, but I'm sure it's also easy in some ways. Cause it's so fulfilling. <laughs> yes, yes, Yeah. Yeah. Both. Yeah, totally. So I guess I'm just, as we close this out, I would love to hear from you. Like, do you have a favorite verse or something that God's been teaching you lately that you can share with our listeners?
0: Yeah. Um, just like what's coming to mind that I've shared with a couple of girls um, has just been in Genesis, even though I wouldn't say like, maybe, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's my favorite verse at the moment, but maybe, and it's just at the beginning. Um Genesis three through five. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day. and the darkness, he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. And I think something that I've just, it's been really fun to think through is like, as God, in the beginning, he was creating the heavens and the earth. um, And there was chaos. But the Lord, um, the first thing he does, he does like four things. He speaks light. Um he then sees what's good, separates it from the darkness, and then names it, calls the calls the light day. And I just think as God even allows us to be a part of his mission, we go into the darkness of the world. We go into the darkest places and the whole world, as I think image bears of God, every human has the ability to go in really hard things, spaces and create um things that like Bring flourishing whether it's in like a lot of like physical things um better tables or new ideas or um there's so many things that we can go into the world and create like better um cooking things or plant health practices or whatever and we get to be a part of that creating like and that's just like so fun creating and creating and yet I would say as believers our unique ability is says the world can create things on the outside, we actually can bring life and create life, um, help as God creates. He's the one that only creates, we just play a part in, um, transforming the inside, the dark spark parts of our hearts. Um, and he does that with us and we just could be a part of that, but yeah. And just so, so much is just through our words. It's how we speak. Um, and we get to either bless and create life through our words or um, we can bring death and so yeah I just think the beauty of that we get to join God in speaking light um, seeing what's good separating it from the darkness and naming it and that's just I think so much a part of like even just my world or even just even in my own thoughts I think in the midst of so much anxiety and depression and there's just so much going on. So much of the overwhelmingness comes with my, like the chaos of not even knowing. And so it's like, how can I use God's word? How can I use his truth to bring light and life? And it's like work. Cause it's like seeing and separating and um, naming. So anyways, that's just wow. been what's really been hitting me.
1: That is awesome. That's so insightful. I have heard that verse a lot. And I, that, specific insight and wisdom has never really fully come to mind. So thank you for sharing that because I'm going to be chewing on that today. I love that. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to today's episode. If you like it, don't forget to rate and subscribe. Wow, I just stuttered. (laughs) Subscribe. Um, Also, you can find us at SparkleFaith.com. We have a lot of great events coming up in 2023, including a retreat in January for those of you who live in Michigan. So check it out. And um, also, don't forget to check out our sponsors at LifeAudio.com. You can find a series of other podcasts just like ours. And I'm just so excited, so grateful for this year ahead, so grateful for all of you who listen and for your support. It means way more than you even realize so um we really hope you enjoyed today's episode i know i did and i hope you have a great week see you next week
0: this this is my skyship dreamer my cargo is stories and our destination dreams with abide sleep stories for kids you can help your children fall asleep fast and learn about god To find these kids' bedtime stories, go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Stories for Kids. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.